0: take a minute to settle your hearts and minds before the spirit of holiness and just be washed from all the cares of the world and the cares of self and soul and the thoughts about this life. love you, Heavenly Father. We don't want to be just Sheep of your pasture, Father. We want to be lambs. Make us lambs. Yes, yes. How you guys doing out there? Alrighty then. <laughs> Whoa, ho, It's okay, I'm a limo driver. We're gonna go skiing over winter break like dumb and dumber. But it's actually fun and funner I remember when I started full-time ministry in 2006 the angels told me back then the righteous have all the fun so all the first couple years of daily ministry I would just hear that in the spirit and I would speak that out of my heart the righteous have all the fun you know what that means it means you're not a sheep it means you're a lamb, a frolicking lamb. You ever seen a young lamb just skip through a pasture? See, we think sheep to become shepherd. Out of my sheepfold I raised my servant David. It is written in Psalms. But the truth is a deeper revelation of understanding maturity is not sheep to shepherd it's sheep to lamb the bride of the lamb see pride and soul and religion and self and the worldliness of the fallen angels and the false system that pretends to be the kingdom wants to deceive you into becoming a false mature one what's maturity Jesus and him crucified called the Lamb of God that's as mature as maturity gets for any prophet including Enoch Moses Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel John Paul, Peter whatever you look up to whoever your hero is whatever your eyes are on the greatest maturity is lamb and so we want to bring forth lambs why sheep get slaughtered why do they get slaughtered full of pride completely entrenched with thoughts about self continuously and thoughts about this life thoughts of self-preservation thoughts of self-protection thoughts of my future right you think about your future that's sheep that ain't lamb lamb doesn't think about his future why because the lambs future is God the father because he's slaughtered this is how you get delivered actually you need to be delivered from death you need to go from sheep that eat the good tender green pasture drink the still refreshing living water and go from sheep to lamb It's a much, much greater maturity. Now listen, if you read the Book of Enoch, hopefully you are. Hopefully you're walking with the apostolic and prophetic leaders of the end times. It'll help you tremendously, otherwise you cannot be successful. There's not a generation since Adam. Well, they're attacking me already. we got four intercessors out there just pray for me going against all the pride of the sheep there has not been a generation since Adam that has not been led by prophets is it to toot my horn no it's Jesus Jesus is the inspiration of the prophets he is the spirit of prophecy and the inspiration of the prophetic which means being alive to very to even be alive you have to be prophetic charismatic filth out here it's like a business for these people it's like a book job no we serve the father in Zion and if he tells you to write a book you write a book if he tells you don't write a book and don't ever write anything you never write anything it's about obedience to the commandment of God that's what makes you sheep. I'm a sheep, you're a sheep. To mature from sheep to lamb is continuous obedience in the sheepfold of the Great Shepherd and His Father our God. Disobedience. I tell you the truth. What does the Bible say? Rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. You're not in the sheepfold. Remember Jesus Christ said, I'll have to leave the 99 and go and get you. Right? But if you don't want to get gotten, and you want to stay outside, obedience to the word, which is the sheepfold, he won't get you because you don't want to get gotten. Okay? And the reason why they don't want to get gotten now is because of pride. I don't need a shepherd. I don't need these people around me that think they're better than me. I don't need help. I can do it all on my own. I can find a place that won't influence me. Get into my face. Get into my grill. Get into my business. Get personal. Hold me accountable. I'ma live out here doing what I want to do and pretend like I'm a Christian, which is what Laodicea is. We go and find a fast food Christian joint of something that can suit me to conform to my plans for my life. That is the catering to the Laodicean spirit. That's about 99% of Christianity out there in the spiritual Pentecostal charismatic churches. They cater to people that try to find something that suits themselves. True as any of now, if you want to do something against the grain, against the wide path, against the path of destruction, you're going to have to be controversial to complacency, controversial to lukewarmness. Listen, I, I've been around Pentecostals since I was born. Again, they all think they're on fire. Most backslidden people I've ever seen worshiping Jezebel thought they were in revival. I've seen it hundreds of times. Everyone thinks they're the top gun. Everyone thinks they're the best until someone else comes around and demonstrates a bigger cross. And what do they do? They fight the cross. They mumble, they grumble, they complain. There's always comparisons when you're in the false church, when you're in pride. It's always what? Murmuring and complaining against people that are dying on the mountain by the fire of God melting their flesh. What did they say? We don't want to go up this mountain unless we die. You need to go up the mountain to die. You need to die to your brain. You need to die to your heart. You know what deception is? The preservation of your soul. They love their lives more than the life of Jesus. Therefore, they did not overcome Satan and his angels. Revelation 12, 11. That's exactly what it says. The reason why people are undercomers, which is submitted to the fallen angels in Babylon the Great, claiming Christianity, but really not overcomers, not using Christ's conquering power to overcome their own pride. You can do it all on the inside and be an overcomer through the cross, the sheep gate to the Father. It is the annihilation of independence from the Holy Spirit and His anointed. Babylon the great is destroyed for two reasons if you read Revelation 17 and 18 it says for the Apostles one That's one of the two and for the prophets. That's two of the two the Bible teaches the only Reason why this world system your souls are breathing in right now goes down is because of a radical people The Bible says, honor a prophet, get a prophet's reward. Honor a righteous man, get a righteous man's reward. What is a righteous man? An apostle. Therefore, a prophet works under the sun. A real biblical Jesus Christ prescribed apostle will work righteousness, which is in the names, the laws, and the deeds of the luminaries, which will have a dominion over the natural realm, which is called the government of God. You haven't had the apostolic yet. They call themselves apostles. But under the sun, the Bible teaches in the red letters, honor a prophet, get a prophet's reward. Honor a righteous man, get a righteous man's reward. Every time righteousness is taught in scriptures, it has to do with over the sun powers and abilities. They call that the mystic realm. Bob Jones called it the mystic realm. Is it mystical? Yeah, it is. That's accurate. It's mystical, but you demystify it. When you live there with all of your heart. And the information and the ability is transferred to the renewing of your mind in a much greater way than anything you've ever experienced in the river, in Elijah, under the sun, in prophecy and prophetics. You know what the truth is? Coming into these realms of righteousness in the path of Elijah to the path of Enoch, The prophet and the Apostle this path is understanding where prophecy ceases and love begins there's no love under the Sun but the Bible says God is love where is God above the Sun so only in practicing apostolic righteousness that most these charismatic flakes squirm at and just protest because they practice under the sun false love and I'm not making fun of your spirit because I'm, this will destroy all the deception in your souls it's a sword on purpose you need circumcision from false love to ascend and practice righteousness which is true love you will know the truth and it will set you free from everything under the sun and from all the false sun which is all false light in you that you think is light, but it's actually darkness. So true light has come into the world. What does that mean? Morning star? Morning star. When I pulled my car out of the garage to drive to Joel's bar, I knew I was gonna get a sign and Wonder as I was preparing tonight. When I pulled out of the garage, there was a truck. When the garage doors opened like this, like a scroll, there was a truck right there From the beginning to the end of the truck it said, Morning Star. I said, "Oh," And then he began to teach me on the light of the moon. And how the moon submits to the morning star its creator. What is morning star? It's an understanding of apostolic righteousness of the power of all the lights of the luminaries. It's the sovereignty of the law, the deeds, and the names of the sun and the moon and all the stars and the leaders of the stars that's what morning star is those who overcome Jezebel I will give the morning star Jesus Christ red letters Revelation chapter 2 it is written and what is the morning star it's the power of light in the universe is it the power of earth's light yes it's white earth it's lake white earth is it the power of the Sun yes it's white Sun and all the names of the Sun manifesting through your spirit it's the power of the moon and the white moon and all the names of the moon manifesting through your spirit in righteousness and it's the name of all the stars and the constellations of the stars and their holy righteous names that reflect God the Father's glory in their names in their deeds and in their laws practicing the laws of the luminaries is practicing righteousness It supersedes all laws of all nations on earth. That's why you have 50 stars on your U.S. flag. It's based on the laws of the luminaries. Yes, I know it's based on Kabbalah. But Kabbalah is a counterfeit of what the star is as a reflection of God the Father's names. That's why Adam did not name the stars. Adam named the animals Jesus Christ named the stars because he had the names of God his father truth anyhow Jesus named all the stars that's written Don't look at me like that I can see right through this camera now <laughs> Is it- The Lord Jesus in Genesis named the stars and their hosts what is that the creation of the angels yeah so each star has an angel the Sun has an angel the moon has an angel the earth has an angel and every star in the heavens has an angel now not all the stars and their angels stayed on course they left their courses in the heavens And they did not appear at their proper times, it is written. Because the proper times of appearing would have been through the sons and daughters of God. But the angels were like, we're not going to practice the humility of the Father and go through the hearts of the sons and daughters of God. We're stronger than them. See, it was pride in the beginning. Ezekiel 28, pride swelled up in his heart and he compared himself to God. I'm more beautiful than God. I can have my own kingdom, the IMs of Lucifer, of uh, Isaiah 14. It was all about competition, comparison, and envy, which is mostly what you men deal with. Because it's all Lucifer. And so that Luciferian DNA in you is what we're dealing with, to get the men out of Satan completely and entirely into Jesus Christ as lambs, which is actual manliness. Walking into the Mall of America with Rebecca a couple weeks ago and I said they're not gonna let me in she's like why because the sign says guns are banned on this premises guns my biceps it got her that one got her for like a week she was joking about that one I'm telling you now manliness is lambliness write that one down you can put that one on facebook manliness is lambliness we want to be just like a rammed sheep look at my horns god's like you're as dumb as deceived as it gets you might as well be the bulls of bashan you're barely even saved it's not even the nature of christ all your own ideas and opinions and judgments about everything just burn them off your spirit i've never seen the soul right i've never seen the flesh right I've never seen the brain right. Bob Jones would say all the time, the brain has never helped the bride once. Your brain has never made a right decision yet. And yet you think you're going to discern accurately about more mature things of Enoch and righteousness and the apostolic? I mean, you got to seriously humble yourselves. you know. And I love preaching this stuff towards me because this is all the discipleship that matured me. People are like, you're awfully, awfully harsh to everyone. How do you think you mature? You have to annihilate Gian Guyon called sanctification annihilation I know Laodicea charismatic fluff don't have annihilation because they manifest worse than the Baptists and the Lutherans and the Catholics at Joel's bar and they just can't stand it because a bunch of spoiled brat Pentecostals but you're gonna have to get annihilated if you're gonna grow in Christ these things aren't optional God doesn't change his laws or his ways or his orders just because you live in a society of Starbucks drive through and Amazon Prime Delivery and everything catered to you on a silver platter. God ain't going to cater anything to you except a cross. And He's going to say, you die on it or you die on the earth. You die on this cross or you die on the earth and you never fulfill your calling, you never rise from the dead and you live in animal form in the shadows of your own brain judging the things of God unrighteous, judging yourselves unrighteous of the heavenly calling not worthy to ascend judging yourselves unworthy of ascension when you deny your cross you deny ascension and you begin to make excuses that perhaps there is another way what did Jesus Christ say I am the only way to the father if anyone does not pick up their cross and follow me he cannot be my disciple And you got to be a disciple for like a long, long time of constant obedience to the cross and the commandment of the Holy Spirit through the word of the cross and the blood of his cross in order to become a friend. We become friends before we become disciples. And so as soon as we don't get those friendship perks, we're thinking that we're buddy-buddy with Jesus. And it's like, dude, you know, you're like a sheep with horns. You're like rams out here. And some of you are rams turning into bulls, which means you grow in pride and you're just lost forever. Forever. Your whole life is lost because pride deceived you and you fell and you'll never repent of your pride. It has become your DNA and your nature. It has become the beast of burden. It has become your identity. It becomes the image bearing on your face and you'll never repent your rest of your lives some people that's true I've seen that before that that's their whole life now is the image bearing of that thing they yoked themselves to they yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor which was big bowls and they'd offer their children into bowls which is their posterity their DNA their bloodline so to have powers from the fallen angels in the second heavens and the cosmic truth the knowledge of good and evil to have favor that's what Balaam son of Peor is and you know who, whose kids Balaam's Son of Beor's kids were he had two children. Bible tells you it. Janes and Jambres were the two sons of Balaam, Son of Beor or the Baal of Peor or the prophet of the black sun. And that's what we're wrestling against here now with righteousness. And you need it annihilated in you tonight. Black sun versus white sun. Okay? Now, Jesus' throne is called what? The White Throne. We're such infants in Christ that we think white. We think Kabbalah right away or white magic, white sorcerer. Or you don't even know what white is and you're just tuning in. Brand new, fresh to Red Letter Ministries. And it's like, what in the world is he talking about? Get the last 10 years of teachings and catch up. You know, like good Bereans, study to show yourselves approved. A workman need not be ashamed who rightly handles and divides the word of God. The spirit of truth and the Rhema Living Word, that it separates your soul from your spirit and builds up your spirit at the expense of your soul. So soulishness, which is self-awareness, decreases, and spirituality, which is God's presence, increases. He must increase. I must decrease. What's what old testament? That's the old testament talking about the old covenant decreasing and the new covenant of spirit man increasing and the old covenant of soul man decreasing. Soul man must decrease. Spirit man must increase. See, worst abomination that causes desolation, which is division that sets itself up in the temple, the Antichrist, is soul man Christianity. Even the most elite people of the charismatic church that I've been around for 16 years of full time ministry, they will come in and have whole sections of soul man prophetics, which is Jezebel. Soul man spirituality, soul man New Testament, soulish Christianity, soulish, soul-ish Pentecostalism, soulish spirituality. That, my friends, is Belphegor, the Black Sun, or the Baal of Peor and its children are the black and white magicians of Egypt which is the greatest deception of false love ever created in any demonic system known to man that you're in right now called Babylon the Great that's what Babylon the Great uses to deceive all nations does that include Israel does that include Christianity yes you read dude it includes all Christianity in fact The soul part is all deceived. The mind part is all deceived. Stay with me, now. Don't get offended out there. The flesh, we all all know that. You could be a Baptist and believe that. We love Baptists. Jesus the baptizer of lightning. Aha! Jesus the baptizer of thunder. We're gonna get baptized in something tonight. And I don't care if you think it's all right. This is sovereignty. Amen. You don't have a will. It's just deception. Just stubbornness. You've given your lives to Jesus. He's your owner and master. You could call him your slave driver. Yep, he's my slaver. Bondservant in chains are slave of Christ. In our culture of false freedom we think man that's oppressive no that's freedom if you're not a slave to christ you're a slave to selfishness which is demons and that's what's wrong with everyone like you have an idea of what freedom looks like like you get to do what you want to do and god anoints it and you're deceived that's satan you get to do what god the father wants to do and it'll be the best thing through your life and you grow through wisdom through suffering because you'll kick and scream and whine and complain the whole time until you're more mature and understand God the Father's ways then you stop resisting the Holy Spirit grieving and quenching the Holy Spirit who's trying to father you but you resist him we all do it it's called weaning the child you're like weaners. we're weaners. it's true little weaners. they need to be weaned from stubborn pride self-willed attitudes opinions that god the father don't have ideas misconceptions literally all knowledge the bible says knowledge is what's killing everyone and you have to be emptied of knowledge not the knowledge of the third heaven not the knowledge of the archangels teaching you in the second heaven like uriel and enoch not the knowledge of the seven spirits of god sent out into all of the earth holy ghost will illuminate your spirit with knowledge and about one percent of it will bubble up into your heart into your brain so you look bad because you'll have incomplete knowledge because he ain't about puffing up the flesh like the false spirits out here you want to have the complete picture so you sound good and like you really know what you're talking about in front of others holy ghost wants you to be a fool for christ's sake He's not interested in your Areopagus mountain of Greece looking good in front of sinners and impressing sinners of knowledge within their own system like the Corinthian church, which was a bunch of prostitutes. He wants you to become a fool for Christ's sake and you stop caring what others think and stop being men pleasers and women pleasers and start pleasing the Holy Ghost so you can get promoted off the earth into the sky, into the clouds. Just a a couple steps of Adam Adam. Okay, to Seth, then to Enosh, then to Mahalalel, then to Jared, then to Enoch, then to Methuselah, then to Noah. He wants you to have the names of the generations of your genealogies in Jesus Christ in you already. You're related to these men, by the way, if you're a Christian. You've been engrafted into the family tree that's why the genealogies in the Bible in the New Testament goes all the way back to Adam in the Gospel of Luke these are your brothers and your fathers in Christ so unless you're manifesting them through your spirit and their names and their righteousness and their inheritance do you think you'll ever get back into the Garden of Eden zero chance why do you think genealogies are in the Bible that you might practice the tree of life, which is practicing wisdom and righteousness. For the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And he who engrafts actually won a soul, which is real evangelism, not this stuff out here that you see people do. You know, win them to church, you win them into the tree of life. If they're not engrafted in the tree of life, they're not one. They're not in a different kingdom. They don't have a mindset to be living in a bloodline of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus, they'll dishonor the higher things. You see them every day. It's a false conversion. I'd say, let all American Christians get born again, again. I don't care how saved you think you are. You could be the prophetic leaders and the apostolic leaders of millions. You need to get born again, again. These leaders out here, the charismatic church that they put on God TV, need to get rebaptized into the tree of life, into the generations of Adam and Seth and Enosh and Mahalalel and Jared and Enoch and Methuselah and Noah. You know I'm in the spirit of God when I can name all those names right now. That's a miracle. Holy Ghost. Woo sometimes there's an anointing for detail it's called teaching Sometimes there's an anointing for just the smearing which is called preaching i love both rebecca mostly is teaching righteousness for the last month i've been mostly preaching righteousness now there's some teaching in righteousness isn't that nice listen where you are going is going to require a manifestation unknown in this generation you're not going to find it in church history it's not this this is deeper than christianity most of these people are quoting paul's epistles against enoch right now the charismatic church is literally so bewitched by satan that she is quoting paul's epistles against enoch do you realize enoch was like thousands of times greater in glory than Paul. Paul could have only dreamed to walk the path of Enoch. And you people are quoting Paul against Enoch, Paul's father of Paul's faith. Paul kept the book of Enoch and the book of Jubilees, the book of Jasher, and the book of the 12 patriarchs. He had these scrolls and manuscripts. These were Paul's heroes, people. We have some kind of idea of Paul's epistles. I tell you what, when we read uh, Rick Joyner's The Final Quest, Paul is there rebuking the church on earth for misunderstanding his epistles. This This is such a misunderstanding in most of you people that you are using Paul against the higher things that Paul hoped you'd mature into. He says the hope of wearing celestial garments. He says that in his writings, the hope of becoming kings. But I can't even talk to you in that language of wisdom because you are yet infants in Christ, Paul's exact words in the Bible. He wishes that he could speak of Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees. He wrote Hebrews, so he speaks about it a little bit in there in the order of Melchizedek. I'm telling you now. This was the dream of the first century apostles of the Lamb. To take back this world by practicing righteousness. And they know. Peter knew. What is the apostolic of the first century? Men who were so sanctified, they began to practice a luminary righteousness. How do you think they got to Rome? How do you think he lived in Caesar's house? How do you think Peter says the elements will melt with fervent heat in the heavenlies? to be an apostle requires your spirit to be through the Sun and upon the Sun and over the Sun because under the Sun you're not yet apostolic you're only prophetic Elijah under the Sun Enoch over the Sun and that is the path of righteousness that shines ever brighter to the full dawn of day which is practicing the Sun Through your earthen vessel with all of its names, laws, deeds, powers, and favor, and all of that light mixed with the seven spirits of God in your spirit. Your spirit is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit created the heavens so they could go through the temple. That's why creation longs for the manifesting sons of God, Greek word weos, which is mature ones on which government. Are apostolic righteous ones on which government rests we think flesh we think mind you speak about stars to these people they'll go into their brain this ain't for your brain put it in your spirit the whole new covenant is spirit your spirit will transform your heart your DNA your brain your mind and your bones and marrow truth anyhow you don't need to put any of this in your brain in fact you'll go mentally ill if you do you'll never get it your whole life if you try to just calculate it in your your carnal mind carnal mind is a calculable IQ that is comparable to chimpanzees not I'm not trying to belittle you it's true we think the human mind is intelligent God calls it a beast and an animal do you even understand how intelligent God the Father is I don't think you do God measures intelligence by how much light of his names and his laws of his lights are passing through and being practiced through your born-again spirit brightness is intelligence in the kingdom of heaven which is your rank in the morning star that's your rank in the kingdom of heaven that's your rank in Joel's army okay so the brightness of your spirit and the names of the lights in your spirit some of them angels What do you think the Lord of hosts is, the Lord of angel armies? What kind of spirit do you have? Do you have a different spirit than the spirit of the angel of the Lord, the commander of angel armies? Do you realize you're born again of the angel of the Lord? That's what the Bible teaches. Jesus Christ in the Old Testament is the angel of the Lord. You've been born again of the Son of God who is the angel of the Lord. Yeah, and they're like, make sure he has flesh because you're carnal. You got to make sure he has flesh because you're carnal yeah make sure the cross has crucified your whole body and turned it clear otherwise you'll never understand anything of righteousness and you'll never have any wisdom because the beginning of wisdom is killing beasts which is not valuing your carnal ability which is still anointed in false christianity what is jezebel the anointing poured on your flesh for soulish works look at me i'm anointed by god the gifts of god are irrevocable there's no anointing you can do all the miracles signs and wonders and go to hell That's what Jesus Christ said. Go into weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. I never knew you. So what is knowing? Union in spirit. Union in spirit is knowing Him, which is the development of your spirit. If you get into works, instead of the work of building up the spirit, and then out of the built up spirit flows good works effortlessly, so there's no boasting before God because you're living before the eyes of God in your spirit. You understand this? This is life and death the separation of soul and spirit if you don't separate your consciousness from the flesh ability of beast you will be a false christian your entire life i don't care if you believe in jesus every demon believes in jesus that's what the apostles had to say to them you believe in jesus so does every satan you know welcome to believing in jesus at satan's level we want people to clap for us like we get some kind of reward for believing in Jesus the reward comes from Jesus formed in your spirit and the sacrifice of the animal fleshly soulish part of you that gets clearer and clearer the old must fade away and the new must come forth today but if you don't believe in the new and you have no faith we'll just forget about you're stuck in the old which means you're just gonna be stuck in soul and flesh And Satan still lives in your spirit because you that's what faithless is it's the kingdom of Satan when you don't have faith you live in the devil's kingdom that's why you're saved by what grace through faith faith is the regeneration of your spirit to operate in the divine part of you if you don't have faith you're not operating your spirit it's just flesh automatically and so we're out here trying to prove our faith by our flesh and of course I know the devil out there would say Brandon Faith without works is dead. And I'd say, Amen, Satan. Hallelujah. I was going to sit back and let the angels deal with that. Selah. Jesus could hear their thoughts. The animal's not creative, the animal's not genius the stars are creative the stars are genius because they're reflections of the glory of the father and they bear the names of the father named by the Son of God himself so all intelligence in this universe is bound to light of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's creation of stars that have perfect DNA which is the ability to recreate the part of you that's imperfect which is called the transfiguration of your bodies Then we will be changed in a twinkling of an eye. What's twinkling of an eye? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. When you twinkle, eyes of flashing fire. What flashes? Stars. Jesus' eyes. Revelation chapter 1. That means that the whole, as he ascended, his body was changed. He gave his blood to God, but it also made him Lord of the heavens, Lord of the universe physically at the right hand of God. Is he intervening in the second heavens? He does anything he wants. God's enthroned in the heaven. He does anything he wants that's what's written he can do anything he wants but what he usually does is allow his watchers Gabriel Uriel Raphael and Michael and several others he'll give them authority to deal with those who are rising through the Sheep gate to become lambs of the Father okay sheep which means constant obedience to the commandment of the seven spirits of God in your spirit at the cost of looking bad on the outside looking stupid on the outside and it doesn't mean you're stupid it means that your spirit is growing in intelligence It doesn't mean you're sloppy it doesn't mean you're foolish it means wisdom is rising up in you and you're being mistreated by those that have rejected Jesus in his development in the hidden person of the heart so everyone who's attacking people in the bible it's because they have rejected the heavenly calling the ones who attack the the ones that get persecuted have accepted the heavenly calling the ones that have rejected the heavenly calling they're the attackers because they've chosen hell you're either a temple of hell or heaven and there's nothing in between in Laodicea you say oh yeah gray matter there's so much in between, Brandon. It's not just cut and dry. It's not yes and no. It's not black and white. It is black and white, and it's not Janes and Jambres. It's light and darkness. Okay. The greatest deception of darkness is that it could be the blood of Jesus. Yeah, that it could be the wine of the new covenant. Red magic of the red dragon. It's the highest sorcery in the kingdom of hell. White and black are birthed from it out of it, the, de- the devil's belly it's the devil's offspring so there's all kinds of different levels of deception we just got to get you at a basic level deception amen and the cross is what dece- uh, what delivers you from deception holy ghost the cross delivers you from deception now I want to read something to do this is from 2 Corinthians 6 we read it pre-bar but it is the Rhema Word of God of apostolic crosses now you have an apostolic cross because you asked Jesus into your heart if you die on it with all the flesh and blood part of you and the spiritual soul part of you that has the appearance of spirit but is absolutely not that it's totally diabolical and automatically goes the wide path of destruction unless it's annihilated with the mind and with the flesh and with the blood your soul will always go the wrong direction you have to disciple the soul to go into the cross to become a basic entry-level disciple of the kingdom of heaven. And once the soul loves the cross, which means actually loves Jesus and is subservient to Jesus working at the literal throne of the Lamb, knowing the Lamb's throne as Calvary and his mountain of suffering love within you, then the higher things begin to burn through the heart and the mind. But the foundation is Christ in you, the hope of finding your cross. That's what you find when you find Christ. When people want to hug, people, you need a hug. Sometimes you need a hug. We're into that stuff too, you know. That's not just all brute warriors, you know. Grown warriors cry sometimes. Amen? Amen. At how bad it is for our enemies <laughs> that, must, that must really suck man it ain't easy kicking against the pricks is it <laughs> yeah we feel so bad for you and it's real love because it's a bunch of selfishness down there and false love and you're not compassionate no I'm not compassionate towards sin zero you know there is a, a war hardening that's the opposite of hard hardening and infants in Christ that haven't fought in 10,000 battles know nothing about they just sit out there from their white picket fences and judge as they've never been near the front lines but they have about 10,000 opinions from Satan about it so that they never grow in Christ amen that's true we want you all to become mighty champions and warriors and in order to become lambs you'll have to first become sheep then become David's which is apostolic which is get into radical thorough obedience and there's many of you at a David level out here. It's true. they like, oh, I thought I was just a maggot. Yeah. There's maggots. We could, we could put the microscope under maggots, but there's a regenerated growing part of you that's stronger than maggots. That's encouragement, no? That's a prophetic word for someone out there. <laughs> I love it. You see that false mothering anti-Holy Spirit stuff, just like coddle their sin, coddle their soul. Man, I tell you what, you need to become the mother holy ghost, a brooding mother hen and hatch these people with their crosses. You don't even know what love is. If you're under the sun, you've never practiced love. You just practice sympathy towards the animal, which is not love. It's actually the coddling of death. And that's very true about everyone in this place. I've watched you. Now some of you are really getting it, but all this stuff as it falls off you, your spirit gets encouraged and the demonic part of you that is really anti-Christ. It just goes away so you rejoice in the greater truth every day and the part of you that doesn't like hearing it that's the part where you have a stronghold John Paul Jackson said anytime there's an offense there's a stronghold so one of my jobs is as a priest is just to reveal to you your strongholds and then just take all of your murders hmm and I can absorb it but you know you're gonna reap what you sow because you're You're murdering God the Father formed in me to a level of a 23-year-old angel of Jesus Christ. So that doesn't always work out well. You think, you know, sinning against God the Father, he's just going to take it all. He will. He's very slow to anger, but the Bible says he's slow to anger. If you keep sinning against him, eventually the slowness runs out and all you get is anger. Right? That's what the Bible says, New Testament. That's New Testament Christianity. That God can become angry at you your fake charismatic God that never gets angry just needs to go to hell he's slow to anger which means if you keep disobeying him and hurting yourself and hurting others through loving sin and hating holiness he will eventually roar at you and he'll make it personal with you where it's like do you even want to be saved Or do you want to go to eternal hell by the loving of lust and pornography or girls or boys or gold or glory or all the dumb false Christianity of the fallen angels and he will confront you and get in your face and make you choose this day whom you serve a holy and righteous father who is love demonstrating that love has consequences if you practice anything other than his holy love in the heavenlies. Love is higher than prophecy. corinthians 13 and yet i'll show you the most excellent way all prophecy shall cease which means in order to get into love you have to go through all of elijah which is all the spirit of prophecy into the apostolic which is righteousness to even have a grid what love is so what's the most misunderstood thing understood thing in the world god and god is love So all of the curse of the fall down here on this planetary system is our misunderstandings of love. Our misunderstandings of God. And so what do we do? We create our own gods. We're heavily influenced by the false demons and the false demon gods. But we'll create in our image. They don't care what kind of idolatry you have. They'll let you have any kind of Jesus you want as long as it's not the crucified one. Ain't that the truth? They don't want you to have the crucified one. Why? Because Satan's defeated at the cross, your cross, in your spiritual stomach where you were born of the wood that never decays. The Bible teaches your spirit is saved by his cross and part of that wood, the tree of life, the seed of the wood of the tree of life goes into your belly and if you grow your cross you grow the tree of life and you continue to conquer satan by a bigger cross every day behold the mystery of the tree of life and where will that tree of life take you up 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 in a way and you might fall off your cross and get into some selfishness get into some foolishness you might be tempted into some pride you'd probably be tempted into some stupid money stuff you probably get distracted but after you've tasted the consequences of sin that is death because you love him more than yourself you go back to growing your cross in your spirit I don't have time to waste on folly I don't have time to waste on temporal profane things under the sun I'm gonna invest all my time resources and abilities on eternal things which is called the fear of the Lord the beginning of wisdom that's like the day you forsake folly and begin to practice level one wisdom. Amen. And we need great humility, and so I'm always bringing it back into the entry gate of wisdom because all this stuff that thinks it's something when it's nothing, it loves humility. God is humility. The Lamb of God is perfected humility, and so all the higher things of God and all the more greater things of light require a greater humility and a greater sacrifice of the animal's pride the soul's pride the mind's pride the pride of knowledge the pride of life and the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh all of it gets totally annihilated there's a cost there's a price you pay for a greater light it's simply more humility which is a bigger cross and the bigger your cross the higher you can go in christ legally i'm the sheep gate to the father i am the cross over the bridge the bane bridge the water bridge the bridge to God and God will lead you into the path of ever increasing glory if you can stay crucified constantly in your spirit and your soul and your mind and your bones and marrow your bones and marrow and your mind will cover all your other organs you'll need to take those with you too otherwise you'll just die like Herod who was disemboweled by the angel I love that verse we need more of that in church amen you got a Robert's Rules of Orders in your church. You got Herod's Politics in your church. Behold, the Angel of Disembowelment. He's coming to visit you. Christmas 2022. Amen. Festival of Lights. When lights disemboweled darkness in their bowels and their intestines spilled out and worms ate them. Ministries, Worldwide International Inc. Amen. Now we're talking. That's my love language right there. You talk like that, you start to bring Michael and the warring angels of Zion around. You're like, man, this starts drooling around you. This guy has really got it. But most people just want patty cake or something less violent. Well, you know, the Bible says righteousness is violence, but not a flesh and blood violence, violence of a two edged sword from my mouth violence some people say man you could never step up and back up those words i've watched angels back up my words carjacked stabbed at shot at over 20 times dealing with continuous murders gangsters the sinaloa cartel for 20 years being around the highest most powerful gangsters in north america my entire life i've watched the angels back it up and i was terrified half the time i'm not gonna lie to you there's some really scary stuff in this world but i watched god developed my spirit over all the fears of death the real threats that exist in north america down in the underground in the underworld and in that underworld there are terrible demon possessed disciples of demons we had him live in our house one time at the phoenix house when i lived across from north high school on 14th and knox and this guy was a heroin distributor for an organized crime syndicate and he was taught how to make heroin by demons face-to-face as a demonic seer. And so he was trying to get clean. So we locked him in our basement for two weeks. (laughs) True story. Ah! Yeah. Just, we we created a prison, a dungeon for him and literally locked him in there. Had food and water, nothing special. (laughs) and we forced him to get sober off of heroin and then for six months I nursed him by reading the Gospel of John mostly to him almost every day and that was like 2006 2007 when I was with Steiger Ministries and working with Church of God in Christ and the Assemblies of God with a bunch of different churches and substance church and a whole bunch of churches it was the early days of Red Letter Ministries, 2006 to 2008, was foundational stuff. I was learning how to take all the wildness of Elijah, all the prophetic calling and destiny of my life, and just throw it out there into little Mogadishu, throw it out there into just all the worst things of American society, just the underworld of satanic piss. And let's see if this gospel works every single day amongst the worst sinners in North America. Canadians with their maple syrup and their flying hockey pucks, their legends about Rocky and Bullwinkle, and I found out through the school of hard knocks, this gospel even works with Canadians, amen, okay, Sengrenthians 6, 1 through 10 companions, just say that's me, man that's so selfish thinking about yourself, (laughs) <laughs> oh jesus help us how dare you bring a sense of humor into the serious business of the kingdom tonight <laughs> well it's all right guys listen to this steel drums it's like david's heart harp right now Okay. That's called Starry Sky by Georgian Banov. This is the Caravan CD. Great background music for gouging out your satanic eyeballs. With the seven spirits of God, no? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Listen, and if you don't have satanic eyeballs, it's pure joy because you've already had them gouged out of your forehead. You remember when Anna Roundtree went before God the Father as a young prophetess what was the next stage of her growth in God burning her eye sockets out burning your eye sockets out ministries worldwide international Inc until all it is is flashing starry waters of heavenly names and laws and deeds of the path of Enoch and the lightnings of the luminaries right through your eyeballs you know that's how you have perfect flash You know how jesus had dominion where military power to come around him arrest him but he'd just be like blah 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 and he'd be like nobody ever spoke like him what did he say i don't even know but it was just the dominion of the luminaries over flesh and blood that's what sovereignty is and the sorcerers know that they just don't ever want the christians rising up into it truth we're gonna get the christians practicing cosmic righteousness and paul's dream of a mature church that has celestial garments that's scripture now paul's epistles paul was just dealing with infants in christ that were it was so bad they were speaking in tongues with the temple prostitutes at the temple of diana they were mixing paganism for years with apostolic christianity they were so deceived paul and barnabas had to start mocking them using sarcasm saying you think you've already begun to reign as kings oh god we wish you were right we'd come right underneath your royalty and just be free then maybe Barnabas and I could reign with you but it was total black sun deception of just hearing the word and applying it into their soul but none of it was working in their spirit and that's what's wrong with infants in Christ you'll go through those stages of the false prophetic of all the junk that's in your soul and in your brain and in your flesh that you think is God and it's not it's not god it's satan okay it's a dead letter that kills it's only god after the seed falls into the soil of the spirit and dies and loses control to the power of the word and yields to the power of the word christ getting formed in you that's god then we can talk god to god spirit to spirit angel to angel of the angel class of the angel of the lord which is yahweh then we can talk God to God Yahweh to Yahweh until then the soulish part of us and the carnal part of us has completely quenched that spirit part of us that has God's Word in it so all of that has to be circumcised you know what we're dealing with I you know one of these things that they teach in the charismatic church is that it's all done when you're saved I was circumcised at salvation I watched these demon-possessed warlocks calling themselves Christians, coming to Red Letter Ministries every season for the last 16 years. We've done 75 million people on Facebook in one month in 2017. True story, 75 million views of my videos and my teachings in 195 nations in one month. I have seen everything that's out there under the sun. I am not deceived at the at the condition of the believers in the earth. We love believers, and people would misinterpret this as unloving. Man, how much love can you have in righteousness to destroy wickedness in the part of you that needs to be annihilated? Any part of a real mature Christian that's not sanctifying young Christians is unloving. You need these foundations of what maturity is. Maturity always annihilates the stuff that isn't in the Eternal Father. And if you're allowing that stuff to live and not die through sanctification, you are not loving. You are hating the child, spoiling the child, and ruining the child. And that's what earthly fathers and mothers do. Jesus Christ said, though you are evil, you still give good gifts to your kids. How much more your Father in heaven. Jesus called all earthly under the sun, fathering and mothering, evil evil father and mother ministries worldwide Or we're like man that's personal I'm a father and I'm a mother good! because it's true and it'll set you free for the heavenly father to be all that's left in you then you'll raise your kids up like the first estate of the first family Enoch Jared, Mahalala which means the splendor of the sun amen Enoch, Seth adam and go all the way back into eden and live in eden's glory light i mean that's what mothers and fathers are for what is a natural mother and father evil what is a spiritual mother and father and all of you should become spiritual mothers and fathers righteous what is righteousness Raising them in the way in which they should go. What is that way? Well, it ain't the flesh, I'll tell you that. And it ain't the soul. It's the seven spirits of God, God's Holy Spirit. The way of the Lord. The way of the Master. The way of the Creator. It's the way of Jesus. The way. This is the way. Walk in it. Where did He go? Right up into the sky. Didn't He? We're leading them down here laterally congratulating ourselves thinking we're good parents. I'm telling you now, good parenting is a lot different than what American Laodicean Christianity tells you. Good parenting is raising them into the cosmos. Some of these ones will be born in Zion, which means born in the sun and in the moon like Moses and Enoch and Noah. Instead, we're just born in darkness with black eyes. you gotta wipe the the sludge out of their eyes when they're born like orcs getting personal now but it's true kids born in the black sun it's real and we just applaud it what a beautiful baby that's god the father don't think it's beautiful your false love thinks it's beautiful it's not beautiful what's beautiful is the original design of being born in righteousness with the sun and the moon shining through your spirit like an angel now the Bible teaches God said that was beautiful but if you're not born with the luminaries through your spirit is it beauty is it God's beauty or what beauty are you talking about what level of judgment and discernment are you operating in human or God satanic or God you need to repent to God's level of beauty which he calls holiness Holiness is higher than righteousness. Now we call holiness and righteousness under the sun some kind of charismatic thing. It's not. It's not. You got to keep going man. You're barely saved. In fact you're not saved externally. You're not. Under the sun you're not saved externally. Above the sun you're barely saved externally. A righteous man is barely saved. What shall become of the unbeliever? It is written. Now the real righteousness above the sun going into holiness holiness is not barely saved holiness is oh my god over the top saved that's the place where you're safe and secure not just in righteousness not just in the sun and the moon and the stars going through your upright righteous spirit no longer a spirit of man no longer a spirit of woman Now having a spirit of righteousness, which is completely angelic, completely Yahweh. You are completely aware that your spirit is one with Yahweh's nature. Your spirit has the Christ nature in it when you're practicing righteousness. And it's totally separated, circumcised, and divided between soul and spirit. So there's no deception at your current level of spirituality. That's righteousness barely saved externally. Holiness. Now that is a greater luminary light that you're totally saved externally. When you begin to practice holiness, the Bible says judgment will come when they practice the holiness of righteousness. Which is this next season going into the red. Into the red castle. And beginning to practice Jared's holiness. Jared, the father of Enoch amen and we will begin to practice righteousness and the luminaries with all their names deeds and laws of Sun and moon and stars in Paul's celestial garments because I know people down here are just babies at the bottle they need some Pauline scripture just to loop it into Enoch because they barely believe Enoch they can't handle Enoch yet so they just need milk bottle Paul And that's exactly what Paul's job was. He brought some meat in Hebrews, but his job wasn't meat. He was an apostle to the Gentiles. Gentiles didn't even have Hebrew wisdom. You understand that? Gentiles had zero Hebrew wisdom. Zero wisdom. Zero wisdom. So he had to introduce, like, basic concepts about Yahweh that the Jews had 2,500, 3,000 years experience in every synagogue every single Saturday for thousands of years okay so you're dealing with the people that is as lost and wrong and opinionated about every possible thing as far away from God in their judgments as you can possibly get except for America today which is way worse <laughs> the Gen Zers and the the ones that come after that were raised on iPads They said it's the highest rate of mental illness of any generation of all time. Statistically, I was talking to my friend who has a doctorate that works at a a rehab. Joe, he was on the show. And he said, statistics show that this generation that's 18 and under, that was raised on iPads, has the highest level of mental illness of any generation in history. Woo! You know, just completely gone, man. Well, you know what? They didn't put Joel's bar on the iPads. That's obvious. They probably raised him on some kind of Luciferian Kabbalah cartoons. And then gave him everything they wanted with a touch of the button from Amazon. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And they're the most lost, degenerate, spoiled brats of all time. Not like you Gen Zers out there that came in here like Navy Seals. Or the Gen Xers that come in here like Delta Force you know, but just these young people these idiots <laughs> I had to deal with some hypocrisy yeah yeah or oh, are we are they worse than us everyone's worse than Jesus that's wisdom now. wisdom kills beasts now you're in union with Jesus in the word part of your spirit where you're obedient And the word part of your spirit, which means you're doers of the word in spirit and in truth, worshiping God in spirit and truth, that part of you is perfect. So all teaching of righteousness and all preaching of righteousness is to expand that by the severity and the judgment of the white throne of the word of God, which is Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, going into your spirit and then just annihilating all the spoiled brat stuff of America out of your hearts. And out of your minds, so you can become real Israelites of the hundred forty-four thousand. So your identity is with the culture of God the Father and the ancients, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You be around Methuselah and, and Jared and Mahalakalal, Mahalakalalalal, and Helakalalalal, la 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 la. In angel form, you can pronounce it perfectly. No, that's not true. Still sound like an idiot. Ha, ha, ha I think God did it on purpose. Man, this I'm going to create the funniest sound in language. So when you speak it, it sounds like a drunk goat. But I'm going to anoint the crap out of it just to confound their dumb wisdom down on earth. And that's how God the Father actually is. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. All right, companions, as we are in this work with you, not against you, with you we've partnered with your spirit with you against all the junk on top of your spirit which is about 6,000 years of sin in the heart until the black sun's burnt out of your heart and the black moon burnt out of your brain so you're living in the perfection of righteousness all the time eternal summer eternal summer and the brightness of eternal summer with the brightness of all the sun and the moon and the stars through your flesh which is the healing of DNA that has no darkness in it, that has no sorrow in it. So your, your mind and your brain and your flesh and your blood is as saved as the spirit part of you. So we got the spirit part down in charismatic Christianity, which is good. We need that. Now we need the soul part and the brain part and the bone and marrow and the organ part of the temple to follow the spirit. Otherwise, you still die under the sun, as you've seen demonstrated for the last hundred years of Pentecostalism. They still die horrible deaths horrible diseases there's no difference between the death of the right or the wise because it's not righteousness the death of the wise it's a wisdom under the Sun it's the wisdom of Elijah so you have the river of life under the Sun and they're in the river they're practicing wisdom they're following the spirit of prophecy a little bit they got the Holy Ghost yeah they love the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit people But if you study church history the last hundred years, and you're not deceived, they still die in all the same terrible diseases and curses as sinners. 100% of the time. Like, what is the benefit of even being righteous if you die the same as the sinner, Ecclesiastes says? Well, you gotta get higher, man. You gotta get higher than the sun. I saw an angel standing on the sun, book of Revelation, which is the born-again spirit has the ability to go through the Sun and stand on the Sun and then transfer the splendor of the Sun through the soul in the mind and heal the DNA so it's always summertime in the soul even if you live at the North Pole like us amen mm-hmm well we're working with you we beg you please don't squander one bit of this marvelous life God has given us 2nd Corinthians 6 1 message god reminds us i heard your call in the nick of time the day you needed me i was there to help he's helping you in the way you actually need it not the way you want it not the way you thought it was coming because it's never according to the intelligence of the flesh zero god is totally against that it's the intelligence of the mind of christ which is a rainbow outside the brain that's totally white in revelation four that's the father's intelligence that's the mind of the father amen that's the father's son the father's intelligence the father's mind that's what you want in your spirit and through your soul and through your brain and through your bones and marrow wrapping you in the intelligence of the rainbow mind of god the father because that's how jesus is in the bible in his perfect mature state that's what a lamb of god i saw the lamb of god a lamb of god which is much higher than a sheep of god a sheep of god is a disciple a lamb of god has gone through david and become like the father and demonstrated physically the nature of the father with his flesh which is a lamb of god okay when the lamb of god Appeared. It was the full likeness of God the Father. So it demonstrates accurately what God is actually like. His intelligence, His words, His wisdom. Come on. His teaching, His leadership, His serving. It's different. It's a lot different. It's always different than what the flesh thinks or what the soul thinks or even what your spirit thinks. God's spirit is not your spirit god's spirit is not your spirit your spirit is a different spirit from god's spirit and you can be joined together in the spirit if you're yoked to following and obeying god's spirit then your spirit can grow but if your spirit is not obedient to his spirit forget it your spirit's out here just doing all kinds of dumb stuff every day your spirit's just full of sewage you have a dirty conscience but if your spirit is yoked to the white ox of the holy ghost now you're obeying your father in you and you're cleaning your conscience you're cleaning your spirit you're transfiguring your spirit and the water of your spirit will get cleaner and brighter every day and it will rise up through your heart and through your mind and sanctify you you're sanctified by the washing of the water of the word by the obedience to the holy spirit who's the mother who birthed you the brooding mother hen of the born again experience born of the spirit that's your mom and the water that's your path amen i am the way the truth and life so you call the water jesus i'm the water of life he is the baptism he baptizes in the holy spirit and fire it's fire water it's living water it's water that comes through things that don't have dust on them which is called what stars perfect dna He poured out His Spirit upon the mid-heavens and it cut a path through the mid-heavens and then was poured out in Pentecost. It didn't skip the mid-heavens. Revelation 22, you read the Bible, it went through the heavens. What is the path that Pentecostal fire and winds and rushing winds of fire and laughing tongues of fire and wine and fire and the oil, all of it, where did it come from? It came from the third heaven through the second heaven and was poured out on the first heaven in Jerusalem upon the 120 in the upper room. Amen. Now you have the Spirit. Now you have the path. You have to rise in it. You have to rise in the Spirit by obedience to the Spirit, doing the acts of the Holy Spirit, the works of the Holy Spirit, making the Spirit your master. Under the sun... To graduate from under the sun, into the sun, to practicing righteousness, getting past elementary teachings, foundational things of laying on of hands, baptisms, the resurrection of the dead. And if God permits going forward into advanced training in righteousness, Hebrews 6 it is written, Amplified Classic, it's only if God permits that you are perfect in obedience to your mother, the Holy Ghost, with all you as a son as a spirit being and you have to obey perfectly every day and if you disobey you just wander around the wilderness of your soul doing acts of the flesh usually self-justifying getting offended growing in pride listening to false teaching and preachings that your itching ears desire and just waste your life in the sands of time he wants you to spend your time wisely as a stewardship of your time on earth for the investment of your spirit and if you are stewarding your time wisely for your spirit working unto the Lord and not for man your spirit will grow daily and you will redeem the time and have more time added unto you he will give you more and more time time times and half a time he'll give you all the time he'll give you the eternity of the eternities if you get into radical spiritual obedience with your whole spirit every day And you just count the heart and the mind and all the realms of the heart and mind as a manure pile, just burn it off your spirit. I don't care what it looks like, heart and mind. Your heart and mind will follow your spirit automatically. You don't have to train the heart and mind. Are you dumb? You train the spirit, you disciple the spirit. And the heart and mind follow the spirit of whatever's in your spirit, which usually ain't God. It's usually all kinds of worldliness all kinds of selfishness all kinds of spirits of lust all kinds of spirits of pride all the junk of the temptations of the demons and the fallen angels in the heavens ranged attack they hit you right in the spirit isn't that what you wanted money there you go and I'll just go to hell I'll give you that isn't that what you want a spouse there it is now just go to hell you want a whole bunch of kids there you go you want success there it is now just go to hell they'll give you anything That's what temptation is. The Lord's Prayer. Keep them from temptation from the evil one. Matthew 6. So you're constantly tempted. To do what? Anything but develop the eternal part of you that bears the Father's image. That's what temptation is. Wasting your time doing anything that doesn't build up your spirit. Does that mean I can't watch Netflix? Probably. If you act like that, go ahead can't do that can that. No, you can do jesus it's not about can'ts and cans and do's and don'ts you pharisees it's about you get to build up the eternal part of you by eating the bread of your father's will and then your life becomes thrilling and full of energy full of excitement with no dull moments no loneliness no sin nothing, no lust and no pride, and you're just constantly enthralled with who God is developing your spirit in his exact likeness. And everything that's not like him, that pretends to be like him, gets exposed in you all the time, especially the longer you've gone to church. I've found that the longer people are involved in earthly Christianity, the more stuff has to come out of them, like the Israelites that were building bricks for 400 years. 400 years of dirt buried upon their spirit of the abilities of Jacob's ladder of the abilities of the 12 tribes and the constellations of the 12 tribes and Rachel the moon and Jacob the sun and Judah the constellation and all the 12 stars of the rulership of the heavenlies they had lost all of their luminary ability and their rulership of Abraham's promises that so your offspring be like the stars and they had forfeited over it to the Egyptians and their sorcerers for building bricks exactly like the Christians today that reject Enoch and start quoting Paul against Enoch as if Paul is not to completely and totally submitted to Metatron in heavenly Jerusalem right now get a life my goodness people there is rank and order Enoch is greater than Paul much greater than Paul and we don't even have a grid for it nowadays but Enoch was New Testament scripture for 500 years, canonized Bible people, and the Luciferian Kabbalists, called the Roman Catholic Church in 500 AD, took the book of Enoch out of the New Testament and tried to burn it, and they did successfully in all of Europe, and it was only preserved in Ethiopia and some other fragments, other places in the East. They have Arabic and different translations they have 80 fragments of that they found of Enoch but you have to understand the persecution was to burn it and they did they burned every copy they could find in the whole world people Adolf Hitler one of his missions was to destroy the book of Enoch off the planet they destroyed it everywhere they could they book burned everywhere they burned Enoch and fought Enoch with all their hearts because that book is the gate out of the terrestrial into the celestial. And it is New Testament, New Covenant Scripture. The same exact descriptions of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation are verbatim, word for word, quoted from Enoch. John's revelation, which we all love John now because we're prophetic, charismatic Christians, but you understand John directly quotes Enoch verbatim in the description of Jesus Christ. Revelation and Enoch. Revelation really opens up Enoch. You need to read them together. Then you really begin to understand and all the stuff about the luminaries and all the stuff about the portals and all the stuff about the sun and its paths and its gates. That's actually how you get your angelic ephod of the 12 gates as a royal priesthood. And it passes through your spirit's ephod because you're created in God's image you begin to have gemstone celestial gemstone armor which we lost in the fall you we weren't supposed to just have this dead decaying flesh man was created like the angels that he should never die but through knowledge it is killing them it is written you are meant to live out of your angel with all the luminaries under the headship of that rainbow intelligence of your angelic spirits in Christ your Creator. So through these teachings and preachings of righteousness and understandings of revelation, the wisdom of the ages, what is available for your born-again God-spermed spirits, you will mature higher than anything of the limitations of religion that they've put upon your minds and demonic influence in your brains shall go to zero and righteous influence in your brains shall consume you with light and revelation and judgment towards all lies in your minds so to judge sin requires the brain to be totally annihilated like the place of the skull where he was crucified Golgotha or the place where Satan is defeated is your brain judged with righteousness it's your brain judged by the law and the order of the stars truth how do you have dominion over brains luminaries dna the dna of the stars has by default dominion over dna of the earth so the fallen angels want to keep human beings in a beast state in an animal state of darkness in our minds, under the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But if you renew your mind, and begin to practice righteousness, Revelation 12, 1, with 12 stars wrapping around your mind, beginning to operate in the Father's mind, and you go up and you begin to judge the mind, and allow your mind to be judged from all things terrestrial, all things earthly, all things cultural, all things male, all things female, all things Greek, and all things Hebrew and if it's just annihilated out of your brain then your mind will shine like the Sun in the kingdom of your father forever and the deliverance that you're seeking in your mind comes from the DNA of the stars because stars have no dust in them two-thirds of the stars obey their orbit and are not fallen that's what the Bible says only one-third fell But two-thirds have perfect DNA, which means there's no dust on them. The earth has dust on it. Therefore, it's a corrupted environment. Stars have no dust. They have their perfect form of God's original design already working in them. That's why they're the most sought after by spirits. And usually the spirits of the wicked and the spirits of the satans. To give to the wicked to manipulate the spirits of the just and the spirits of the born-again Christians through the flesh and through the mind and to so polarize the mind that we never awaken to spiritual ability. Come on now! That's what sorcery does! I'm illuminating sorcery and all the works of the devil so that you can win against Satan at a practical level of wisdom and righteousness imparted into your spirit. Your spirit can do it. If you could simply obey and believe the word, you would have it activated in your spirits tonight. But if you are stubborn and say, no, this stuff is too weird, too strange. I'm going back to Paul's baby bottle. You are going to have a hard time during these days. God expects maturity after 2,000 years of sowing his seed into the earth. He expects people to be 2,022 in Christ. Right? Because all the wisdom of the prophets of the last 2022 years is here in your spirit, the wisdom of the ages. You have it available to you. Now, what are you doing with it? You have all the wisdom of the ages available in your spirit. You're born of the spirit. You have the seven spirits of God in your spirit already at birth are you sacrificing the limitations of the human animal off your spirit for angelic ability are you clinging to the blankie of the flesh and self-justifying that i'm just going to live a christian carnal life god is dealing with the blankie and the pacifier burn off the flesh from your spirit be very brave and courageous It'll feel as if you're losing your security blanket because you will be. You're lo- you're losing your little fake blanket, your false comforter called the flesh. All the things that you've self-justified and self-protected and self-promoted with all the immaturity of Christianity has to come off of everyone. That's why you need Paul's epistles because he deals with it every single chapter and just rebukes the snot out of them. If you ever read the Bible for a half hour, you'll get into continuous rebuke and correction from every apostle in the New Testament. We're just out here for itching ears, pats on the back. God wants to disciple the snot out of you. He wants to turn you into mighty angelic warriors like the Shulamite warlord, like Deborah the Judge. The most mature woman recorded in Scripture was Judge Deborah. Because she came into a place of righteousness in Judges 5.20, Where the stars warred for Deborah against Sisera, which means Satan. She came into righteousness. She began to practice what her great-grandfather walked in, Enoch, just a little bit. Not that much. Don't get your hopes up. But a little bit. Probably at like a Methuselah level. Which means still died. We need to go all the way into Enoch. And this generation predestined for to overcome deaths. You know, you've had the prophecies hundreds of times. Well, here's the teachings. And you can see how people just hate them. I was looking at the numbers. We had 2,600 listens of our podcast in September. It went to 300 once they started teaching righteousness in October. 95% dropout of people learning because they hate the Father so much Christians born-again charismatic people hate what God really is they hate him because it just totally exposes all the falsities and the deceptions of everything under the Sun and it'd be like you're just exposed naked in the garden and be like oh God I'm I'm hopeless I'm helpless yeah welcome to truth the only one hopeful and help helpful is the seven spirits of God if you're hoping and helping anything else You're serving demons. You're idolaters. We have our trust in demons and idols and self and money and all kinds of dumb things around here. We need our trust in the Holy Ghost, in the Lamb of God, in reality, and in the Father. And you know what the Holy Ghost trust is? Angels. You get them there, dude. Jesus relied on angels his whole ministry. There's not one act of God from Genesis to Revelation in any part of the advancement of the Father's kingdom in this earth except through angels. Look at Jesus' birth. It's angels' every other sentence in the birth story of the Messiah. Right? Which means if God's doing something, 100% of the time, He's doing it with His holy, innocent angels. Which means if he's raising you up, you'll be surrounded by more and more angels the more and more you obey them of what they brought you from your Father in heaven. You'll have to go through angels for a very long time and obey the angels. What did, how did Enoch mature? You read the book of Enoch? Continuous learning from the angels. You can't go five sentences without the angels in Enoch. Why? Because you're a spirit being that requires angels to help your spirit part of you. Amen. And you keep maturing with the angels until you're with the angels. And you're over the animals. You're over the terrestrial, completely celestial. And you're completely and totally angelic. But you have a temple down here on earth probably in a mansion in a hundred different mansions at that point because you're controlling all the stars of the heavens their names their laws and their deeds which is all the power of money and authority and dominion over all flesh and blood over all markets and seas and sands and the twelve blessings of the song of Moses in the entire world truth anyhow the higher you go up in celestial power the greater your dominion over the natural realm and the animals and you're not just dealing with animals you're dealing with tons of angels and tons of spirits of those who sin in the spirit which means it's going to take a dominion in the heavens first and a dominion in the earth second and if you don't have a dominion in the heavens you have to sanctify your heart until you're in the heavens that's the most important thing until you're barely saved which is practicing righteousness above the Sun until your spirit is built up over the Sun in the book of Revelation I saw the angel having a rainbow halo standing on the Sun which means the father's intelligence guiding your whole heart you can't have any other intelligence and even be barely saved in the natural realm okay now you can be barely saved here in your spirit but have just all kinds of terrible problems like you have seen during the church age and then to self justify But we want you to be completely saved on the outside and the inside because we've already done all the inside stuff. We're not at that part of God's timeline. Okay? God's timeline is spirit, soul, mind, and body. We're at the very last day of the last days where you get saved physically. You get saved in your blood. You get saved in your flesh. You get saved in your brain. You get saved in your bones. So our job is to teach you salvation angelically of what that is in your flesh and blood so that you can walk in it. And it works 100% of the time because it's written in the Bible. And God's word is truth and everything under the sun is a liar. Every man under the sun is a liar but a man above the sun is the truth. Because truth comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no shadows. Under the sun there's shadows. Our truth comes from a shadowless realm of Zion's glory. Of God the Father's mother of pearl throne and the throne of the Lamb and the river of life through the path of Enoch and the path of lightnings and the path of stars. Amen. Enoch 59 will close with this. The secrets of the winds and other heavenly phenomena in those days my eyes saw the secrets of the lightnings and the luminaries and their laws man of lawlessness he's far gone now we're practicing the law of the names of the luminaries with our whole spirit which causes then all of their splendor and ability to go through the soul and the mind and the bones which is what heals dna That's what overcomes death, people. They flash. Eyes of flashing fire. They flash. Enoch 59.1 They flash for a blessing or for a curse. Two edges now. Not just a blessing or for a curse. Those under the sun, oftentimes, for the part that's deceived, it's for a curse to anathema or destroy it into the fiery abyss off of your spirit. But whether it's for a blessing or a curse that's not for you to decide that's for the action of the star that's a reflection of god the father to judge my father is the righteous judge this is the judgment of righteousness it's the judgment of the deeds the names and the laws of the luminaries amen and they flash for a blessing or for a curse it'll just annihilate the stuff of the devil you start walking in the stuff your enemies just go bye-bye quickly because it just flashes lightning through them and the shadows are just incinerated in the whole terrestrial plane you become lightning men amen it upgrades your armory you ain't gonna be fighting with david's slingshot anymore okay that's when you're sheep to david Now he'd be like Father God, the least like David, the greatest like Father God. Like Father God, at a Mahalalel level, which is above the sun, lightning, splendor level, you're fighting with fork lightning in your hands. Lightning will begin to proceed from your fingertips, from the book of Psalms. It is written, why? Because you're born of Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh's abilities, by constantly yielding and obeying, have been developed in your spirit, and it's coming through the temple of your spirit. Lightning. Now we're fighting with lightning, people. Loose the lightnings of the luminaries and their laws. They flash for a blessing or for a curse as the Lord of Spirits. Who's the Lord of Spirits? Holy Ghost. As the Holy Spirit wills. And there I saw the secrets of the thunder. And how when it crashes in the heights of heaven, its sound is heard. In the dwelling places of the earth he showed me the sound of thunder for peace and blessing or for a curse according to the word of the Lord of Spirits after that all the secrets of the luminaries and the lightnings were shown to me how they flash for blessing and for satisfaction and the other angel who went with me and showed me what is hidden told me what is first and last in heaven in the height and beneath the earth in the abyss look at the abyss as the final and last dead sea also known as the lake of fire but it's the dead sea that the old testament dead sea prophesied this ain't going to be just on the earth as a little old testament symbolism this is actually the realm of the abyss underneath the earth when you wash your whole temple and your temple begins to wash your whole region because it's filled with thunder and lightning and stars and their laws and their fire and their glory and all the nature of your father's righteousness and the judgment of his holiness begins to judge everything with that level of light like the days of Noah except you're coming with light instead of just water you're coming with light you're coming with glory judgment a flood of glory luminary glory sun glory moon glory star glory of all father God's name glory through the earth and it cleanses the elements and melts them with fervent heat and the curse is removed from the earth and it flushes it down under the earth into a place called the abyss which is the last dead sea that's what the Dead Sea represents it starts up with the Jordan which is the river of life and ends at the Dead Sea where nothing's alive so all of everything in the heavens and the earth and under the earth that's not living that's not alive at God the Father's level of life and Jesus Christ's level of life will be struck down by righteous judgment of our holiness and it'll be burned, the whole tree of the knowledge of good and evil, through the earth, down under the earth, into the dead sea. And we get to bring that judgment as the sons of God. That's what all this training is for, boys. Amen. And the other angel who went with me and showed me what is hidden told me, what is first and last in heaven in the height and beneath the earth in the abyss, And at the ends of heaven and on the foundation of heaven and in the storehouses of the winds how the winds are divided and how they are weighed and how the springs of the winds are divided and numbered according to the power of the wind and the power of the light of the moon and according to the power of righteousness and the divisions of the stars according to their names and how all the divisions are made and the thunders and according to the places where the thunders fall. Seal up the thunders unto the appointed time. What is the appointed time? The maturity of when born again believers can handle the solid meat of the book of Enoch and bring the thunders down to earth according to the places that the seven thunders BAM fall and all the divisions that are made among the lightnings that they may flash for judgment. And their hosts, their angels of the lightnings, the cherubim of lightning, that they may obey at once. For to the thunder resting places were given, and it awaits its voice, and the thunder and the lightning are not separated. Revelation, John, same sentence, seven lightnings, seven thunder. Seven thunders. What is it? The maturity of your Yahweh natures. Fully spirit with no mixture of soul, mind, or body in a perfect temple. Come on, huh? And although they are not one by the wind, the two of them go, and are not separated. For when the lightning flashes, the thunder utters its voice. Wah! Now you understand Jesus' ministry. Lightning flashes, and the thunder utters its voice. And they all said it thundered when God spoke over their heads. That's called Basic Sonship Level 30 of Jesus. And we're all going there. And there's going to be a lot more than James and John as Sons of Thunder. There'll be 144,000 Sons of Thunder. Come on now. And the wind, at the right time, causes it to rest, and divides equally between them. For the storehouse of their times is like that of the sand, and each of them is checked by a rain, and is turned back by the power of the wind, and driven thus according to the many regions of the earth. The wind of the sea is masculine and strong, and according to the power of its strength is it draws it back with the rain and thus it is driven and scattered into all the mountains of the earth the wind of the frost is its own angel and the wind of the hail is a good angel the wind of the snow God has released because of its power snow God and the spirit in it is special that's how special Minnesota is Amen. and what arises from it is like smoke blood fire billows of smoke lightning coming out of the smoke sounds like Sinai no it's your temple maturing in Christ through your spirit its name is frost it's taken a dominion over the elements over weather Yahweh in your spirit can do it easily he's God in you let it renew your mind Get your mind out of the beast put your mind in the Prince of Peace and The wind of the mist is not mingled with them in their storehouses, but has a special storehouse because its course is glorious both in light and glorious in darkness the onyx castle and in winter and in summer and in its storehouse is an angel the wind of the dew its dwelling is at the ends of the heavens and it is connected with the storehouses of the rain and its course is in winter and in summer and its clouds and the clouds of the mist are associated and the one gives to the other and when the wind of the rain moves from its storehouses the angels come and open the storehouses and bring it out And when it is scattered on all the dry land it is joined with the water that is on the dry land see storehouses of the blessings of those who tithe direct reference now don't look at me like that it's the same storehouse opening up the storehouses of the heavenlies Malachi 3 same exact word in Hebrew the storehouses of the heavens now you're just understanding through enoch's righteousness what it is and how to walk in it all the time and not just blind faith giving because you think christians are supposed to tithe operate in the storehouses with understanding as mature angelic beings and become angels of the storehouses in the mid heavens amen amen until then you'll be under the storehouse through obedience underneath it of your spirit until you're built up into the storehouses and live at those gates in the heavens for the waters are for those who dwell on the dry land Enoch 22 59 22 for they are nourishment for the dry land from the most high who is in heaven therefore there is a measure for the rain I just got a message on email that said son of thunder on it just as a testimony, as as a witness that we're bringing this forth literally as I'm declaring it. And the angels are given charge of it. All these things I saw toward the garden of the righteous. The garden of righteousness. The garden of Eden now, come on. This is how we get back in physically. Adam and Eve were in there physically. I saw all these things towards The Garden of Righteousness. We'll end there. We'll get to Enoch chapter 60. When we come back on Tuesday. In a greater glory. Hey we're doing a Black Friday special. 20% off through Cyber Monday. Of BB Luxury Perfumes. All of these fragrances have come out of literal experiences with the angels. In heavenly realms of glory and has given me many of them the recipes name for name bliss of gethsemane fragrance of his cross fragrance of his garden and so i had cardamom signs and wonders who has cardamom signs and wonders fragrance prophets fragrance apostles we bring the fragrance of christ everywhere and paul sold tents i can sell perfume and it's glorious and it, there's experiences in the heavenlies imparted into the bottles in its marketplace. It's my Boaz pillar. You want to support my businesses? Use the code Black Friday twenty and get twenty percent off all BB luxury perfumes through Monday. Sale ends Monday. Amen. And get just whacked on fragrance. You know. I remember I had an encounter with Abraham's tent one time back in like 2009 when I first moved into the crack house. And how much frankincense that man burned in his tent. He kept it hot boxed. You understand, the Bible talks about fragrance constantly. It's not just Old Testament, it's everywhere in the New Testament. Fragrance and perfume is in Revelation. Sacrifice is often referred to as perfume. God. God loves fragrance. Jesus Christ said, when you fast, perfume your head. It's written in Matthew. Jesus preached the perfuming of the flesh with fragrance. Remember the alabaster box? That was nard from the Himalayas. It was perfume, costly perfume. The gospel itself is a perfume, but it also had natural perfume that cost Mary of Bethany $55,000 to buy, to pour on him. And how many of y'all know, when she poured it on him, she got down there and wiped it with her hair, she got covered too. In Jesus' name. So be covered with the fragrance of God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and the fragrance of the name of every star in the heavens that obeys its orbit, and let it be poured on your heads. Let it fill your cups, spiritually, morally, mentally, and physically. Be perfumed with the light of heaven. Be perfumed with the light of holiness from Zion. In Jesus' name, bless you all, and we'll see you Tuesday. Amen. Glory.
1: Fade in four. You're done.